0: Just saying, since those illegals showed up, a lot of things have gone
1: missing lately. Buffaloes, land. Police are looking at surveillance tape in an attempt to identify people who stepped on the man. Charges are possible, but police say it may be hard to single out those responsible. Big headlines for you, War on Christmas edition.
2: Waging a war on Christmas. War
1: on Christmas. There's a war on Christmas. It's the war on
2: Christmas. War on Christmas. War on Christmas. War on Christmas. War on Christmas.
1: the new chapter in the left, War on Christmas. songs on the traditions of Christmas. In North Korea to the war on Christmas. Dr. Sebastian Gorka says this has jihad written all over it. He is live next. I had to get to the important one.
2: so bad is it right now <laughs> get a cup of coffee out of it they a cup of coffee out of it it's a win-win yeah. you gotta remind me to uh to download this by the way because I, I forgot to hit record i guess <laughs> uh, in fact
1: <laughs> put that on the things to do list right
2: download <laughs> <laughs> Oh remind really me to remind you of Yeah. That's, that's why I, that, that's a good idea. That's a great plan. You, you see how I thought about that, right? And I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Howdy folks. Um welcome, welcome. Yeah, uh the Stoner's Point uh podcast, a nifty rocks media production. Um be sure to hit those uh all them fucking buttons. The likes, subscribes, the dislikes, the comments, the box. Whatever. The bells, the whistles, just not your kids. Well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, you want to talk a little bit about our sponsor before we get in? Oh, oh you mean nothing? What
0: is the nothing? Well,
2: <laughs> the nothing is our sponsor. Because it's it's nothing, you know. I've heard it described. Somebody asked once, "Is there nothing like a hole?" And well, a hole would be something. This is nothing, you know. It's, it's despair. <laughs> and uh, if you have like a, a, a fantasy land you need to get rid of that just just sits there with all these stupid fantasy creatures, you want it gone. You know, I'm you imagination. Call. Yeah, you want you want you got imagination. You want to get rid of that shit. Check on the nothing. It's a product that won't let you down ever. It always meets its expectations, and, and uh, it's absolutely free. Absolutely, it costs you nothing. <laughs> All right, so uh, you see, if we had sponsors, that's where they would go into the nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, also, if you're um, if you watch this Twitch stream. You know, nobody's watching, so now's the time to talk about it, I guess, right? <laughs> uh we fucked up last week and uh didn't see the chat pop up and we had a guy throwing question at us, or girl, or they throwing yeah. questions at us left and right and um threw right a question at us about uh Ramsey's brother, I, I think it was. Oh, okay, yeah, a Ramsey. Um Burke Ramsey. Uh, no, he did not. He asked if he had killed himself, committed suicide, and uh, the answer is no. In fact, he is suing, like, CBS or something right now for uh, making these claims that he, you know, might have killed his his sister. Um, again, if you want us to do an in-depth talk on that, do an episode or two, possibly, on Joe Bonet Ramsey, uh, you can join our patron at uh, patreon.com slash stonerspointpod, and uh, you can get on there at the $5 tier, and you can vote for Joe Bonet Ramsey. I'm not doing that research until somebody pays me for it. Yeah, that's a rabbit hole we want to avoid. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole network. Oh, my God, that would be a confusing story. But we would do it. It is a confusing story. (laughs) I've been hearing about it all my life, and it's still, (laughs) when you go to Food line to check out, you look to your left, boom, you're going to see her or her mom. or (laughs) You're going to, to this day, Every week, <laughs> well, I mean, shitty things happen. <laughs> more money people has been spent. With. More money has been spent on re- investigating and reporting this crime than has been spent on trying to solve this crime. <laughs> what do you expect from police? <laughs> uh, I got enough shit to do. Fucking trying to stop people in the subway. The Uvalde Police Department strikes again. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, guys, Um, today we're going to be talking about the holidays. Mike, don't you just fucking love the holidays?
1: Absolutely. It's our favorite
2: food. time of the year. Mm-hmm. I, I, the holidays are good. Holidays, uh, no, I hate them. Um, I do what like good about them to you get off work, usually. Well, I like food. Well. And the cool thing about, not so much New Year's, but, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas, is there's usually food involved. No, it's always been a time of feasting. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm a food guy. I mean, you
1: know, (laughs) I'm not opposed to food. I like good food. Yeah, yeah. Um, And usually, historically, even you know, that's when the good food comes up. Yeah, everybody gets to partake of the the season's harvest, or as it is now, the daily run to the grocery store.
2: praise be his bounty.
1: <laughs> this time of the year, we you know, we usually pop out for, uh, you know, we just had Thanksgiving over here in the States and I think Canada has a Thanksgiving as well of
2: sorts. Bro, uh, I didn't even look into that. Here. I did not even look into Canada. But uh,
1: <laughs>
2: I should have.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we just had our Thanksgiving here and we're moving into the quote unquote Christmas season. Yeah. Um, depending on exactly how you look at this time of year, um, some folks are they've got their Hanukkah and you know, Kwanzaa and a couple of other ones. I think it's just
2: Kwanzaa, ain't it? I don't know. It's Christmas I think you Kwanzaa, added Kwanzaa, I think you it? added an extra K in there. Kwanzaa. There might be another thing, another holiday
1: that got mixed in with it. <laughs> but the only thing I I,
2: only thing I even looked into it from back in the day was the happy. What if their mother? Kwanzaa. What if their mother was was Jewish, and their their father, you know. Celebrated Kwanzaa, so they put it together. I think Hanza would have been better <laughs> than Kwanzaa. Could. Um, but yeah, so and and here in the, here in the states, like you know, there's there's like a bit of war and kind of some expect you know to to our our holiday traditions and where they came from, what they mean, uh, the true stories behind them. Um, and a lot of, a lot of what, you know, a lot of shit gets overlooked, like some of the negative effects of this shit, you know? And, uh, I'm nothing if not a Debbie Downer. Boy, is like some negative shit that fucking evolved from this shit. <laughs> God, we need to go back a few thousand years. What? You mean negative, negative shit? In, in the holidays? <laughs> That's fucking impossible. <laughs>
1: Uh, Oh, man, we'll we'll definitely be reaching that particular point, uh, because we got to cover the whole thing. Yeah. All the way from its beginnings and to its evolution
2: to what we have today. (laughs) Bruh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess without further ado, we can uh, go over to our slideshow. Ah, yes. The feast. The feast of Thanksgiving. Mike? Um, what what did they tell you about Thanksgiving and when you were in school? Oh, that, you know, some poor old lost souls that were
1: trying to get over here to start their new little world, you know, struggled to make it through a winter and some thankful Indians, you know, some, some benevolent Indians, sorry, Thank came you. over to, uh... <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. um, they, they came to, to rescue these poor souls that had, uh come to this land unprepared, didn't know how to farm, had no idea of agriculture. They were starving, and so now, you know, the Indians taught them how to prepare, and they had a bountiful harvest, so they had a feast, and to to celebrate making it through the year, and yeah, and now we give thanks to those particular Indians, Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Blessed be the fruit. Um, (laughs) I'm not not sure that's how it actually happened, but... Uh, No. No, no, no. That's almost complete nonsense. Um, So, a lot of... Like, for one thing, there's a misconception. It wasn't necessarily time school, but there's this, like, popular misconception. Hey, we got... um, That... uh, 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 The Pilgrims were kind of... It was like... There's this idea that Columbus came over and found everything... And then, like, later on, the Pilgrims came, and, like, nothing happened in between, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's fucking nonsense. Um, <laughs> that didn't happen that way. Um, so, uh, what, There's all up and down. Years, what, 150 years in there, something had to happen. All up and down the eastern coast of the Americas, both north and south and central, um, there was a, a, a habit of, like, uh, kidnapping in, uh, natives and taking them to Europe to become slaves. Oh, I mean, uh, <clears throat> undocumented. I mean, uh... <clears throat> uh,
1: uh wait, what? <laughs> we are not allowed to say that.
0: FBI, open up!
1: <laughs> yeah. They're servants. I don't know.
2: Anyway, um, with them, they brought, in in exchange for their servants, they also brought some some fucking fun-ass diseases, bro. Fun diseases. Fulminating smallpox. Have you heard about that shit? (laughs) These sores open, like these chickenpox. Pox just opens on your skin, and you hemorrhage to fucking death. You bleed to death within couple days of getting this disease. We, you know, being... International travel. Isn't it wonderful? (laughs) Being, you know, from Europe, where people already had, like, immunity to this. But people who had pretty much evolved outside of Europe, kind of isolated over in the New World, they had no immunities to this, right? So there was this massive dying off. They say that uh, 9 out of 10 of the eastern seaboard native population died, was just gone, right, so they, but there were still some around, and, you know, the ones that were around, well, they're all alone, and pretty easy to pick off for, mainly the Spaniards
1: at the time, wasn't it?
2: Uh, it's was also, there was, it was also the English, the Spaniards normally did the down south, you know, from like, uh, basically from the Carolinas on down was Spain, yeah, one of the lights there went out, yeah, <laughs> Um, yeah, from, uh, from the Carolinas down, basically, was Spain, and everything above that was England, um, except for, like, some areas in Canada that they went that far north you got into the French. But, anyway, but I don't think that was too much, much later, actually, with the French. Regardless, it was the English mostly up around New England, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, this one native man, Tisquantum, gets like kidnapped away i mean um employed as a servant overseas right where he called it yeah well, where we <laughs> take a shot. uh he gets employed overseas where he, he he learns to speak fluent english um meanwhile uh i guess we need to talk uh, briefly about henry the Eighth and the birth of the what did he do <laughs> So Henry VIII wanted wanted all the pussy in the world, basically, right? My, you <laughs> wouldn't think, not that <laughs> um And at the time, England was under rule of the Catholic Church, where divorce was just it was impossible, um, especially for a king. So he says, "You know what? We'll make our own church," and he creates this new, like the Anglican fucking Church of England. Which basically just so he could, you know, get some pussy, do his own damn thing. Yeah, do his own thing. Um, and this, you know, out of angelicism, you have you have like the Protestant religion start to form, right? If you don't like religion, just change it. That's fine. <laughs> the inerrant word of God. <laughs> just, just, change it. Um, so he goes over to, uh, yeah, yeah. So we're. In, okay. The Church of England starts up and that immediately starts a whole bunch of splintering. All right? You got the you got a whole group of people called Puritans that kind of splinter off from that. You know, they decided that King James was a little bit too liberal for their likes. And they ran off what to to the Netherlands, I believe. Yeah. From England. Yeah, they
1: they went north first so that they could actually get passage. Yeah, yeah, because
2: you know, they they weren't gonna be allowed to leave. Um, and so the, this particular group, the the Pilgrims were not quite uh, they're not quite Puritans. They were kind of a splinter off from Puritanism. They were a little bit more uh, lenient than the Puritans, but not quite as liberal as the Church of England. Yeah. And uh, so they were they they weren't uh, they were called uh, what was it, Brownists something I think it was Brownists. And Shakespeare even like they were so unpopular that they made their way into Shakespeare. Where in one of his uh, plays, he writes, I would rather be a uh, poli- called a politician than a brownist. So, <laughs> yeah, they were very unpopular, you know. It would almost have to be
1: that unpopular for uh, Shakespeare to say some shit like that. <laughs> I mean, come on, we're talking about Shakespeare
2: here. <laughs> talking about politicians. If he mentioned you, <laughs> you've done something. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they get some investors. Yeah, I said investors. Like, I didn't know about this part where they went, and they, they actually had an investment opportunity with, well, they gave some angel investor, they gave him a pitch that they would go to the New World and they let them pick a spot. They let the investor pick a spot. And there was originally going to be either uh, just sort of what Plymouth Rock was um, or Guyana. And an interesting side note on Guyana, that's where Jim Jones took the People's Temple to go commit their rate their, um, aside.
0: <laughs>
2: it's an odd religious extremists moving out to the same place. But there was, um, there was some like trade issues with the Spanish or whatnot, and they weren't able to like get a, not get passage to Diana. So they went to this other place. Well, they make a couple of failed attempts first to leave England and to get all the way here. Um, do you know that like there's a mass beam or whatever that broke in the Mayflower? And um, the re- we can see it because somehow the Mayflower ended up back over in England, and then they tore it down and built a barn out of it that you can still go to today. Hmm. And you can actually see, like, the cracked mast, the cracked beam. It's, good. it's pretty cool. I actually had no idea of that. I didn't know I didn't the Mayflower know. was still around. I actually assumed that they cannibalized it to build over here. Well, I knew it went back. It made several trips. Mm-hmm. Um, I also know, the like,
1: ships they cannibalize, but There
2: are millions and millions of, uh, I think it's like 12 million uh, Mayflower descendants in the U.S. Well, there are some families that keep bragging that they come all the way from Wild well, Rocks. Yeah, and you can tell them to shut the fuck up like in two-thirds of the country did. Like, you know, you can tell that Like, nonsense. It's like, yeah, so it's, who did? You
1: know,
2: <laughs> Um, so yeah, they, they go to their first, the first spot that they're supposed to land at, they try to go in there and they're, they, they, get there and they're all ready. They got scurvy and, you know, within, they end up losing like a lot of people. Um, now the, the trip itself wasn't that bad except for this one, did you hear about the woman that got thrown out?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's this pregnant woman on the Mayflower who wouldn't quit bitching on the trip over. Oh yeah. She's got to go. <laughs> they threw her ass, her, her, they, and she was pregnant, unfortunately, that's the sad part, but they threw her out the fucking you know porthole <laughs> and fucking drowned her. I had you swim. <laughs> take it the rest of the way. Your baby's buoyant. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um. So they they get over here and they they find these this uh, uh, basically a, a wasteland, right? Um. The first place to land, they weren't able to land there because of the natives. Like they were they were under attack constantly, so they had to. Basically, get the fuck out. And because they weren't able to land there, like that kind of voided their contract with their investor. So they just kept all the money, and there was <laughs> nothing to do about it. <laughs> but they move on up to the next spot, and what they end up finding, which is what we call Plymouth Rock, although there's no like rock there. Yeah. <laughs> but they they get there, and uh, they find a village. Like an old, an abandoned, not old abandoned, but an abandoned uh, Wampanoag village that still had, like, skeletons inside the 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 the, uh, the houses, basically. From the last
1: Pox invaded.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, this was actually the tribe that Tisquantum, like the, the village that Tisquantum had been taken from a couple years before, right? Now, Tisquantum during this time, during the whole... Uh, thing of the pilgrims being shuffled around and trying to figure out their way to get over here. Fucking Tisquantum has fucking escaped and somehow got across the ocean. I haven't been I, I didn't even find anything on how he actually managed to escape, right? Um Let me see uh, da, 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 da. Yeah <laughs> He just escaped and came home Um <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how he did that but anyway, um, so, Despontum and like the other group of Indians are kind of watching these people kind of struggle and die a little bit. There's an initial shootout with uh, some like one particular Native tribe and the Mayflower, and like this, this one Native guy comes out and like shoots three arrows at them, and they're all firing their musket balls back at the natives, and then the natives you know, asking him to stop, hold up, don't fire while we reload. <laughs> And then the natives just disappear in the, into the woods, and the pilgrims are like, "Oh, well, we're not, we're not going after them." So we'll just stay in this village here, and they start to starve. Um, They start digging up like the the burials of you know that had like some seed and stuff in there. They also like natives in this area they would they would store like seeds from the last harvest like in little burial kind of mounds, storage mounds, and so the native the pilgrims went and dug all those up and were eating out of those. And, um, eventually like, you know, they, they were failing, they were dying. And, uh, so looking to Squantum who we call now for some reason, Squanto, I don't, I don't know why it got changed to Squanto, but I was taught Squanto in school.
1: Well, we we probably just Christianized it a little bit. (laughs)
2: That's what Europeans do. We rename everything. So T and M make something non-Christian, was, uh, change that M to an O and get rid of the T. <laughs> it was the first wave of it, man. You know, you know, before
1: we we started just changing it to Bill. <laughs> oh, man. So, like, we can't pronounce that fucking name. You're Smith now.
2: So, the squadron manages to kind of work out a, a peace treaty between the... Um, local tribes that kind of wanted to get rid of the pilgrims and whatnot, and the pilgrims. Um, well they, they ended up coming, they taught them how to, how to like grow food over here. And they taught about different, like they'd never seen a squash before, <laughs> you know, so they taught them how to grow food so that would thrive. And, you know, that, that year, throughout that year, they were basically given a lot of help by Squanto and the local natives. Because, you know, he could speak English. So it, was, it broke down that language barrier. And, uh, on you know, at the end of the harvest, during the fall, when harvesting and all done, they had, you know, a lot of food. So they ended up having, like, a three-day celebration where uh, Tusquantum brought, like, 90 warriors and whatnot and, like, six deer. And they had a whole bunch of, like, turkeys and fowl. And they had all the vegetables in the fucking world. And they fucking, like, hung out and partied and got to know each other for three days. Um, although there was no, like, concept of Thanksgiving to it. The way pilgrims, the way pilgrims gave thanks would have been more likely a fast. (laughs) But, you know, they've been fasting for the last year and a half. (laughs) And you finally get to have a a harvest festival. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I all balls out, right? I mean, it just kind of reminded them of why you're supposed to
2: be celebrating during that particular time Mm -hmm. of season. Oh, yeah. Everybody sit here hungry and look at all that food. We're not going to eat because we want to give thanks to the Lord. <laughs> but, yeah, basically, I mean, the pilgrims weren't as bad as a lot of people put, but the story isn't as nice as a lot of people put. There was grave robbing. There was starving. There was matricide. There was uh, genocide, really, with the diseases. It um, wasn't intentional, though. I'll give us that. We didn't intentionally get them sick. That time. That time we did learn how that it was very effective yeah for latter use oh look hey we're over here talking about thanksgiving and christmas gets in the way that doesn't happen in real life
1: no not at all
2: <laughs> can't celebrate one at a time
1: we got to combine it all into one season that way we'll forget about the horror i mean the atrocity i mean the
2: uh <laughs> the <history>. <laughs>
1: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man so can't go around remembering history i mean what what kind of uh traditions like when you were growing up or whatnot what, what did y'all do for thanksgiving on y'all side say again one did y'all do thanksgiving at all what when my were, family yeah. There? yeah they we get together and have a meal
1: talk like when you were a kid. When i was a kid oh yeah Same same deal just bigger family well more people in the family <laughs> it'd be like that multiple families in my um, in my case but yeah
2: it'd be like that it'd be like that. yeah um hated it like thanksgiving for most of my childhood involved uh during like early on in the day parents had to starve all day long and then like well not all day but all like morning and early afternoon and then usually by like one two o'clock we had to go to my stepmom's mom in Raleigh, and we'd have, like, a big get-together there. The food was better there, too. It was, like, the best Thanksgiving food. That shit was awesome. Um, and then uh, we'd leave that, and then we'd have almost go directly to my other grandparent, my dad's parents' house, and we'd have, like, a, a lower key on the food, like, the food wasn't as good, but it was better company. It was more fun, you know, at my dad's Thanksgiving. So I always had to do two Thanksgivings. Um, There was a couple of years that it fell on, like, the weekend I was going to go to my mom's parents, so I'd end up with three fucking Thanksgivings in one day, and that shit was a lot.
1: Yeah, I've done that, too, as I got older, but um, one side of my childhood was the step side, and it was so many pieces of family that they would just get together at one other person's house every year. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like all the, my, my aunts, my uncles, I had like three aunts, two uncles, and fucking the grandma and the, the aunt, the, the great aunt and all, everybody, I mean, all the kids and everybody just pile up and and friends of the family that didn't have extended families of their own would show up and it was huge. Um, it was better at Christmas during those times because there were more kids, that actually you know we're anticipating getting gifts and it was you know the big party thing you know for the kids yeah we're going to get gifts you're
2: going to get cold blah
1: blah blah all that good shit the other side of the family the actual side was you know just you know stoufers you know fucking microwave dinner you know kind of thing
2: <laughs> stoufers yeah um Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: as I got older and started to have my own little family, it was now I got to travel from this family to this family to this family every damn year. And it was like six hours of fucking driving and an hour of eating in every spot. I was like,
2: I hate this. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I fucking hate <it's>, this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, um, so after, the day after Thanksgiving, we get, like, one of the dumbest things ever, ever fucking.
1: Oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't you talk about the, the now before going into the, the the then?
2: We talked about the then.
1: No, nah, not the whole thing.
2: All right, well, finish the then. I'll go back. I'll go back here
1: because you're gonna go into the deck on under the, the whole Christmas season. I mean, you you, you got oh. part of the then.
2: Oh, well, finish. What,
1: what but you if talking? we're gonna start breaking into the, into the uh, the day after Thanksgiving, we got to go into uh, a little bit of why we got this whole damn thing to begin with. Okay. Oh, you mean? Uh... I mean, uh I mean, uh, you know, Christmas. like, yeah, I mean, like before, you know, Christmas or Christmas was ever a fucking thing. I mean, it had to have something to take over. Well, yeah, I mean, you you think about this time of the year, you know, you just come out of the 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 spring and the summer, you you you've harvested in the fall, you know, you you've got the it's starting to get cold. You can't keep all your cattle alive. So it's time to cull the herd. So you you, you kill all the, the older cattle. You know, hopefully, you know, they've had enough time to make big babies and shit. So, you know, you got plenty of cattle for the next year. Um, So you got all this food laying around now. Your stores are full. You know, you're going to make it through the winter. You got your reserves just in case something happens to that. You got this fresh meat, which you don't get very often. You know, it's usually the only time of the year that fresh meat is abundant. <laughs> because you've salted it all to make it through the fucking winter yeah that's true <laughs> and then by the freaking spring and summer you've already ate all that so unless you happen to catch something fresh
2: you ain't got it <laughs> yeah
1: so you've made it through you know you're going to make it through the winter it's time to celebrate so we have this big feast. you got all this food might as well have a feast you know, the freshest of meats. The only damn time of the year you're going to get it. And you got all this extra grain laying around. So, you we, we make extra mead. So, you've got drink. You've got food. You know, it creates merriment in itself. Especially, I'm usually happy when I'm eating. Yeah, especially once we start learning how to make, you know, more and more potent mead. You know, people start to drink a little bit more. And, you know, it's, somebody breaks into songs. Somebody breaks into fornication. You, you start having a party.
2: I just love when you just get chilling somewhere and fornication breaks out. <laughs> oh man! That, well, when you're up in the north, FBI,
1: open up. Hey, we ain't got there yet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you're up in the north, I mean, you you go get the big log and you bring it in and you set it alight because it's going to be cold for a few freaking days in a row. I mean, harsh winter, yeah. You know, You don't go outside, so you lock yourself in the hall and you have that big feast and, you know, with the Yule log burning, you know, of course you're going to have some fun while you're in the big hall. Right? You ain't going outside. There's demons out there. So, it evolved from just having your your harvest feast into this little spiritual gathering to where all the the nice spirits are inside and there's evil spirits and demons outside because you, you go out there, you die. Cause Odin's going to come take you away. Odin's out there riding around on his horse, looking for, you know, naughty folks and deciding who's going to perish and who's going to flourish. You
0: know,
1: so, you know, you get into that and, uh, those stories, they spread. And then the Romans come into power. You know, they got their own little thing, their gods and stuff. You know, we, 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 we ain't listened to Odin yet. We ain't met them gods yet. So, you know, they're coming into power. They've got their their is coming. And their harvest is from the god Saturn. You know, the god of, you know, agriculture and, 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 and plentifulness, you know. So they start having their celebration devoted to their god and they have this big celebration called satanella which is basically a carnival it's a big giant party of the year after celebrations again it's an evolution of the you know simple harvest celebration midwinter you know yeah Uh, where all the tribes and all the local civil you know populations of civilization that are growing at the time they get together and hey yay you made it through so you know let's party let's revel you know let's have some fun while we're here Well, the Romans did the same damn thing, Um, except they kind of took it a little bit further and they started, you know, hey, all the slaves can be free. We'll serve the slaves and let's make a thing out of it. We're going to give back to them because they gave to us all this, you know, all this time. And, you know, of course, you know, there's drinks and feasts. So merriment happens and along with some other, you know, debauchery and such. (laughs) you know romans <laughs> i mean it, it yeah <laughs> but it was this other little sect uh let me see who the hell they were over there yeah these guys here i've got it wrote down somewhere in my old 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 shell here mithra a little small sect now oh
2: uh, uh from
1: persia yeah the yeah. yeah the god of the unconquerable sun
2: s-u-n yeah um so he was the he was kind of a prototype for jesus yeah, 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 I'm aware. So, yeah. Well, about the, the concepts. So, during
1: this, <laughs> this party, and, of course, you know, it, it's this big, you know, feast, and you know, then it, it breaks down into a little bit of ceremonial ritual and followed by a little bit of private gift giving, supposedly. I, I've seen a mention of that, but uh, none of the stories that I heard, you know, discussing that this particular event ever mentioned time for giving gifts. There's way too much debauchery. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're, we're talking, you, you really wouldn't recognize it as something that you would, you would think would be ever well, called Christmas. Have you ever been to a corporate Christmas party? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, you've seen Die Hard. Well, I will. have <laughs> seen videos on the, the modern thing called the internet. Oh, oh. So, yeah. I've seen what happens. They're glad I never worked for them then, and my corporation doesn't have them now. Uh, but, uh. Uh, yeah, they, they, they're they worshiping this little god here uh, of the sun, who was supposedly born on the 25th of December from the virgin. Virgin solstice. Um Um, <laughs> Some say from a virgin. Some say he was born from a rock in the middle of a pasture.
2: That rock <laughs> ain't been fucked. Either way, it is virgin. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody fucking no rock right well. And the shepherds all came to worship at the...
1: Um, well, also, uh, a, a, a couple hundred years passed by, and this, this new little thing called Christianity starting to burgeon to out into the area. And, um, well, they didn't give a shit about the birth of Christ at the time. They were more about the resurrection, but, you know, that didn't quite fit in. You got all these, you know, other folks over here just worshiping a son. Um, well, wait a minute. We, we could do that. We can worship the sun, <laughs> S-O-N, um, and uh, so they're like, but, but well, they're already worshiping the birth of the sun. We'll just call it the the birth of the sun and we'll, we'll take over this little spot here because
2: we need a holiday here. We've already got Easter and, you know, you know good wait, Friday. Wait, wait, wait. Are you, are you saying that, that, that Christians just go around stealing cultures? <laughs> Could be saying something like that. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, that's fucking crazy. crazy. FBI, what do you mean I can't insinuate like that? That's the truth. People don't care about the truth. I'm sorry. All right, we'll, we'll fix it. <laughs> um, there
2: was some discussion about when Jesus was supposed to have been born. Um, and yeah, he was born during the, the uh, celebration of like the Jubilees or something like that. And that's like in my, I. I want to say September.
1: Well, they, they decided that that would the the mid spring would have been the time of conception. So probably winter would be the the birth. But it doesn't really fit with the biblical story about the shepherds watching their flock by star not starlight and people traveling at night. To you know, they wouldn't do that in the dead of winter usually. But it's possible. This is you know God. Um, but um, yes, but but so it would be easy. They're already these guys are already celebrating a son, would just kind of be easy if we just move our birth and our celebration of the son to this time, and you know we can just—they're already celebrating it, and who cares if we can just say they're celebrating it to Christ Child, and it'd be okay. He knows, <laughs> but there weren't any rules or anything like that. Um, instead of outlawing the other traditions, they just kind of adopted them, um, like, you know, decorating evergreens was, was kind of a thing in some.
2: And, um, well, we're back again. Yay! Uh, That was some fucking bullshit. Sorry guys about the loss of camera. We don't know what happened and, we, you know, right in the middle of an episode, we're not going to make everybody like, you know, come back and listen to it again. So we're just going to pick up where we left off, uh, without camera. Um, doesn't mean we're going to pick up where we left off without a slideshow. So, you know, I have to get back to where we were. were. all right. We're, we're still in between. We're talking about the origins of Christmas now, right? Yeah, all right, and you just got done, and it kind about.
1: of ties into the origins of Thanksgiving, too. I mean, you know, a little bit. I mean, their whole little feast celebration and you know, the, our feast celebrations now it ties into the same thing, and it has its roots in you know, a harvest festival. Yeah, um, like the first Thanksgiving literally was a harvest festival, <laughs> literally, you know, we finally got food, let's fucking eat, <laughs> and of course. You know, when
2: everybody shows up to eat and drink, you're going to have fun. Yeah. And, well, I mean, until somebody throws punches. I was going to say, invariably, some grandpa is going to get drunk and start talking about, you know, politics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah, you didn't have Trump back then, so it was pretty safe to talk about it. Oh. I don't know, man. My dad's, my dad's dad, Even even during, like, the Clinton days... He would go. We would go to fucking like a Hardee's or something, dude. And they would tell the price about some, and he'd start bitching right there about Clinton and how the, the the liberal Democrats were fucking everything up. And it's like, can you just buy a burger? Derek Clinton. That'd
1: be an odd time to about it.
2: <laughs> he was mad that things still want a quarter. You know, to this day, he's upset that he can't you know go buy a, a Pepsi for five cents. <laughs> i'm pretty upset about it too but damn <laughs>
1: but yeah we were talking about yeah how that whole thing evolved how, how the whole history of you know, the holiday season is basically coming you know we, we talked about thanksgiving um <coughs> to figure out exactly how christmas came to be <coughs> or, you know what happened to midwinter whichever side of that particular story you want to look at it from <laughs> um yeah you know, so like I said we started back today you know with with Odin you know riding through and uh, then we we get to uh, the Romans with their Saturnella or Saturnalia
2: um with Saturnalia yeah
1: which is I mean both of these you know the whole midwinter and Saturnalia, um are pretty much celebrating birth um and renewal uh because uh did you know that on the yule log every spark was supposed to represent a new birth for the coming spring
2: i did not that's pretty cool well it's pretty cool it's a a good reason to drink yeah
1: (laughs) staring at fire yeah yeah, you you come over there so yeah so they were they were celebrating the the coming rebirth of you know life um Saturnella, pretty much same thing they were they were celebrating more the the bounty of the the harvest but they also had a a juvenilia which was a day of celebration for the children which was more along the lines of interpreted as birth you know new life yeah again um along with the, the same time of year when you know this is the shortest day, so now we're getting back into the long days, the return of growth, you know, the return of warmth, the return of light. Um, all these key words that keep popping in, you know, light, sun, birth. Coming back. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so this, this new new group called the Christians
2: are you know, looking at all this. Like, Those are cool keywords. They So they further, they further took that, that whole astrology thing with, like, the sun and the equinoxes and whatnot. They also added that to other parts of their mythology mythology um so for one like during on December 22nd that's when the 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 sun reaches its lowest point right Right. depending on which calendar and time of year you're talking about yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. um and it it stays there for three days all right now on December 22nd the sun sets in the position on the horizon that the uh, constellation known as the solar cross is right you follow yeah um so what happens is the sun dies on the cross stays for three days and on December 25th you know that's when you get that the 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 sun moves up that one degree <laughs> so he dies on the cross stays down for three days and on the third day is resurrected yeah. <laughs> they, it's a great way to uh, interpret that. That's that they that that's not my interpretation. That's no, I'm talking about
1: did. the the, <laughs> the uh, astrologi- astro- astrological astrological. I can speak. <laughs> I promise. I know the words.
2: astrological. Yeah, I got there eventually. It's a long word. Oh. Yeah, it's got more than two syllables. It sure does. <laughs> and if you're like deep southern, it gets a, gains a couple more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole alignment there that, that's that's a good way to it interpreting it.
2: yeah yeah that was just a little little thing i've one of but different. yeah it, it,
1: uh, yet another little story that you know kind of fits in with let, let's take something and reinvent the meaning of it um so, yeah, the, the, these Christians, they come through, and eventually, uh, at first, they're just all accepting of, you know, whatever, just let them do what they want to do. We'll just, you know, say it's in the name of our God and, you know, the Son. Oh, yeah,
2: they don't have power. So. <laughs> they don't have power yet to go around forcing. Yeah, which one was it? Uh, Constantine? What, that made it the state religion okay, kind of? that That yeah. uh,
1: is the one that went through and actually uh, was like, if they're worshiping other altars, destroy those altars and such. and
2: yeah, it was. It it was. You know, the Christianized Roman the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire was dying, and they preserved it by making it the Holy Roman Church, because <laughs> it was the Holy Roman Empire, you know. And they just changed empire to church, and and it still exists today, honestly. Well, it was holy because it was ordained by their gods. <laughs> yeah, they just uh, ignored most of the. When when Constantine came in, he was like, "All right, this Christian thing. is getting a little bit out of hand." <laughs> all these extremist terrorists running around, yeah. And I say terrorists because there's this definition of terrorism is basically you know, uh, it's only you're only a terrorist if you lose. <laughs> but I like to keep in mind that all all revolts, revolutions, all, all revolutionaries start off as terrorists. Yep, so I,
1: yep, yep. Basically, they you do. <laughs> you get nowhere small, and, you,
2: you know. get nowhere without terror. <laughs>
1: Um, well, these uh, these these Christians, especially the this little group of Catholics of them, you know, they start looking at this. You know, we 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 said the birth of Christ is here, but the way that they're celebrating this stuff is kind of unChristlike. Sure is. Oh yeah. So they, they start having this this mass during the time when they're going to you know think more of their son not the other's son the actual son um so they start having this gathering they call mass uh, became christ's mass later shortened by lazy folks to christmas of course but uh the revelry outside much outpaced the the, the, the devotion inside um so this this segment of the the puritans <laughs> were like yeah we we we've got to stop this shit. oh yeah oh, we yeah. can't have people having fun that's not going to get them to
2: read this book <laughs> there's nothing they'll the never listen to us if they're having fun <laughs> Instead of making your religion fun, <laughs> just get rid of fun altogether.
1: Yeah, they, they found that these solstice, solstice celebrations were, you know, you know kind of harmful to their idea of the, the feast of the nativity.
2: Um so the only feast of the nativity was a dog licking up some afterbirth. They found it too unchristian to recognize. <laughs>
1: Um. So, yeah, they, they took their, their Christ mass and, you know, they, they turned it into uh, a, a little more of a, a Puritan thing for a while and, and pretty much started to uh, push against the, the current celebrations, you know, that were just a little too much like a carnival. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know it as a Christmas celebration, if you were to see it uh, from where everything is described, it would be much more like Mardi Gras or New Year's. Oh. Yeah. revelry in the streets, drunkenness. Um, yeah. The, the whole tour <laughs> that, that comes, um,
2: that's a whole lot older than what you would give it credit for. Yeah. That's why I went ahead and switched it over there. Um, because honestly, this is a, I I actually spent a lot of time last night, like when you see me like getting up and down and pacing and doing shit, I'm usually like working shit out in my head, right? Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of time last night trying to figure out how to do the timeline of this episode, right? And, and Mike was, I I actually had a very regimented thing and I, I set up my slideshow kind of regimented for it, but you know, the, the truth of it is Mike was kind of, Mike was right. It is kind of hard to start talking about Christmas, you know, and everything without going into the background of it. But then where do you come back in to go back? You know what I mean? So what I decided to do is kind of what we've done. I left the slides alone like they were. Um, if you notice while you're, if you're watching this, uh, you'll notice the slides come up every once in a while you get like this random, you know, Christmas ad or meme or whatever. And I did that on purpose because throughout... From basically Thanksgiving on, you are barraged with an ever increasing, like, uh, advertisement thing for Christmas. It's become it's it's not it's no longer a religious celebration. It's it's now a commercial celebration, right? And I figure you have to talk. I that's why we had the background here with Mike doing the uh, religious celebration part of it. And I'll take over with the commercial celebration. But just this picture here of the riots at fucking Black Friday show that it's nothing new, right? <laughs> like the commercialization is fairly new, but the rioting, the, the 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 insanity, the reasons I actually hate the holidays. Well those those kind of the, go back uh, the a original <laughs> riots.
1: <laughs> Having little bit more darker tone to them <laughs> <laughs> they come along in a few hundred years yeah we'll, we're, we're going to get through this this course of history as quick as possible uh yeah i've just got some cliff notes because they're they're pretty interesting and <laughs> yeah, actually pivotal oh, to the entire fucking they story are of christmas they are yeah you, have, you, you cannot take it out <laughs> I, I i personally cannot stand the whole phrase Christ is a reason for the season because it could not be farther from the truth you know regardless if you then look at it from a Christian point of view Christ has been involved in this for you know a little bit more than 2,000 years Today. um we've had this season for thousands of years longer long before the thought of Mary and Joseph and you know this Miraculous baby, you know, was ever a thought in somebody's fucking scrotum. Um, well,
2: you know, there was no scrotums involved. He was born of the Holy Spirit. Mike. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 angels proclaimed this news to shepherds around the world. That one's yours, bro. I don't, I'm sorry, muscle memory. You, I know you I need, don't, need a deeper one. Well, that's. I'm glad to say, on camera now, people are like, what are they fucking doing? <laughs> memory man, you need you need a deeper one. Well, that's yours, buddy. <laughs> I guess about so uh, from
1: from from about you know 48 AD to about the 1600s, Christianity's growing, and uh, it's it's really fighting this this idea of this midwinter celebration of the solstice it really can't stand it It, it, it's been trying to take over it for you know 200 400 years now and uh it still hadn't done it well by about the 1600s the 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 puritans make a big push against it they they really start to to
2: yeah especially over here in the states is the one place they really had any uh uh, um well the colonies
1: and they overthrow the, the king of the rule of england at the time and uh, they vowed to rid England of its all of that is decadent. And by nineteen, by 1652, Christmas is actually banned. All celebrations yeah. of Christmas at over, over here as well. That's the right and thing. it was called Christmas at this time. Um, everybody was still celebrating it like it was, you know, Yule or Saturnello or whatever harvest festival they had in their, you know, tribal areas, um, but. It was called Christmas at this time. the The name had already took over. Um, so they banned it, and yeah, all celebrations are you know done. Um, that lasts for a a few years, and then this little group in Canterbury is like, know, yeah, we'll either have our Christian Christmas celebrations or we'll have our king. Um, well, they get their king, who brings back the celebrations. <laughs> <laughs> Um so you you get these rabble rowdy um Christmas celebrations all over England again. Now these celebrations again are nothing like you would call a celebration like you would think about Christmas time now. It, we're talking about freaking people hitting the streets, getting drunk.
2: Yeah, think more like Mardi Gras.
1: <laughs> Run, um, <laughs> We hadn't quite gotten to the next movie evolution of it that it that it takes you know later, um, but um, the rich, the well off are expected to to give um, to, to the the, the mistrodden's. Um,
2: Fucking socialists.
1: Um, <laughs> they they elected a lord of misrule who would.
2: Of commands that had to be followed. Yo, that's my new metal band name. <laughs> Lord of misrule. <laughs> um, it, 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 it was an interesting time. <laughs> and, and things. I
1: would have liked to have had the opportunity to attend some parties like that. <laughs> yeah. so, seriously. I could create some mischief in that particular setting. Um so yeah, England fell into debauchery, so but yeah, hey, we still got the Americas, right? So I, I, And that's those Puritans that came over that you know, supposedly started this whole day. The
2: only actual war on Christmas that's ever been fought in the United States or the colonies was fought by Christians. <laughs>
1: yeah, 1659, Boston banned all Christmas parties because we couldn't have that English bullshit over here. You know, we, we
2: got to be you know, a little bit, you know, more pure than that. Yeah, little little highbrow, you know. <laughs> like, hmm. Um.
1: Some English traditions, you know, were still around uh, by, you know, the, after the revolution, but most of them have fell out of favor. Um, in fact, in, in 1789, con- Congress, you know, was you know, in session on Christmas day and, you know, had for like 60 some years after that, never even bothered with Christmas. It wasn't a thing around here. You know, was, you know, fuck Christmas, you know, what's, what's that? That's some shit that happens over there on that other continent. We don't do that. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but you, you start having folks that are like, you know, we got this country and we don't have holidays. So they come up with, you know, the idea of, you know, let, let's reinvent a Christmas holidays. But we can't do it kind of like they do over there. We got to have our own way, which kind of works the exact same way as it did over there. Except we did Americanize it, took it a little too far. Um... Because we're talking about right after the Industrial Revolution, New York yeah. has, has rapidly grown, like within the space of a generation, from a bullshit little town to the center of American commerce. It's this huge city all of a fucking sudden. And now instead of having, you know, the landowners and you know, the, the little growers and the, that kind of class disparity, now you've got massive class disparity because the people that jumped in on that revolution they made a lot of money the people that participated and worked in it to, to make those people all that money they did okay but the people that were like you yeah, know that's just a fad or know, yeah, I, I can't i can't get in with that i like this kind of life better they were left behind and you won't talk about poverty <laughs> <laughs> and so they're sitting there looking at all this stuff and they can't get it and all their shit was taken over by eminent domain so they no longer had their farmland to exist in their own lifestyle. So now they're in the city trying to scrub around a lot and living and they don't have it. And now Christmas comes around and this celebration that is all about, you know, flipping things on its head and, you know, getting you know, a, a little, you know, unlawful or uncivilized, so to speak, just flipping things around, basically, turns into some real fucking riots. It went from... The beggars going to the robber barons and demanding food and drink, which during the spirit of the season, because like Saturnella, that kind of thing kind of followed over here, they were obligated to. Mm -hmm. So the Lord of the house actually had to give them their best cuts of meat, their best bottle of wine, and, and treat them. As was custom on that one day a year but now we've got so many people wanting that that it's actually costing these people their livelihoods and you can't have that shit so <laughs> they start to cut that out and then the real riots start to fucking happen and we're talking about actually riot riots like you know modern day kind of oh, revolt <laughs> yeah people fighting people getting trampled you know Busting into places, looting, burning, that whole nine yards. Uh, To the point in uh, 1828, New York City um, creates the professional city police force in response to those riots. (laughs) Um, Well, this upper class, we can't have people celebrating Christmas like this. This is actually starting to damage our lifestyle. So they get together and they start brainstorming to reinvent this particular time of the year um this is when you start getting this uh these novels uh like bruce bridge hall a collection of short stories about a a, a, this fictional hall in england where the 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 lords of of the house are actually inviting peasants in to feed them for the day um uh, you get the christmas carol a few years later uh, and, yeah, and you get uh, the poem, um, 18, uh, 43. the night before Christmas, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. That, that, this is the period then that, yeah. that starts happening. You
2: know, when you start talking about the industrial revolution, I was like, when did, when did Dickens write Christmas Carol? But uh, so I Googled it. It was, uh, it was published yeah. in London in 1843.
1: Yeah. The Bruce Bridge Halls were in 19, uh, Christmas Carols in 43. There was a poem on uh, the night before Christmas 41, I think. Um, But, yeah, during during the early 1800s, we start rebranding Christmas into, out of the whole uh, ruckus and debauchery, let's flip everything on its head, to let's create it as more of a communal giving time. You know, let's focus more on the misfortunate. Instead
2: of us giving them stuff, they just make them give each other their own stuff. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that evolves just a little bit later. It, is, it is still the that you know it, it becomes more community focused giving yeah. um and then it breaks down a little bit farther to family and then hey let let's take it all the way back to the birth and let's celebrate new life and let's make it about the children yeah. So there you go. So now we're, now we're focusing on the children. Um, but you know, like I said, the, the, the pagan celebrations, they don't fit that, that Victorian society now, but we, we still got to have some form of tradition. So what can we use? Um, well, England has just married the Victorian queen of England has just married her cousin over there in Germany, who just happens to like to decorate their, evergreens during this particular time of year and when he comes to england he brings that with him Uh, well now you've got a christmas tree in the palace well that makes the fucking news (laughs) in less than 10 years all the fucking english are like we've got a christmas tree like we've always had (laughs) just the way it's always been done
2: everybody's got one of these And, and so you know america's like we can do that and pine farmers everywhere were like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, we can we can do that.
1: We're going to um, be able to eat bread this year, honey. And you know, we we like this this little Dutch story of 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 uh, Santa Claus, who, who comes around with with his slave, uh, uh, his helper, his his, um, his servant, his helper, um, who happens to be African American. He's black. What? No, he's a dark-skinned minority... No, what no. person of color? Okay, elf of I, color. I've just been told that he's now a normal skin-toned person that just happens to have soot on his face from coming down chimneys. Um, so no need to blackface anymore. We can't have that, Amsterdam. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it, this, this guy, he, he's riding around on his horse, kind of like Odin. Um with his little helper that runs around checking to make sure people are you know good or bad and yeah, if you're good he leaves gifts. Well that whole there's gift giving thing comes- eight
2: reindeer right um yeah. in in for Santa. That's not counting Rudolph. Okay yeah. Slitnir, Odin's horse had eight legs <laughs> It's all about man.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, the this Claus who evolved from Saint Nick, who that's an interesting thing about his gift-giving deal, you know, he he just happened to be walking by a house and hearing a, a story being told. <clears throat> um, his his this this gentleman had a three daughters and he couldn't get them married. His oldest daughter was already past the age of marriage. His youngest daughter just hadn't been asked yet, and he had a younger daughter that wasn't quite of age. But he couldn't get married because he couldn't raise a dowry. He had no money. Upon hearing the eldest daughter asked her father to sell her to slavery so that he can have a dowry for the middle daughter. Saint Nicholas, standing outside the window, tosses in a bag of gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: take that, deal. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: this story evolves to him tossing gold down the chimney that happens to land in the stockings that are hung out to dry. So, as the story goes north, it, you know, becomes Claus with his helper that goes around checking the good and the bad and, you know, leaving gifts. Well, one of these authors that was writing, you know, was like, you know, I kind of like that idea. They say that it was from the Dutch coming into New Amsterdam. I mean New York, um, but it, there's no evidence of that. It, it was a later writer looking for inspiration, found the story of Santa Claus, and was like, "I can work with that."
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, well, Santa Claus being the evolution of Odin and you know, Saint Nicholas, you know,
2: you add a little bit of flair to it, and you, now you got because yes. if you think if you if you look back at um, uh, the the night before Christmas poem that you were talking about earlier, yeah, you know this predates this guy coming up with Sinterklaas and putting it together with Saint Nick. It's Saint Nick in the old poem, you know what I mean? And you always see Santa Claus, but it's actually Saint Nick in the old poem. Yeah. I actually have slides for all that later. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: uh, yeah, when you get in a lazy Englishman wanting to try to say Sinterklaas he says it a little bit faster you, you you get santa claus oh
2: hello <laughs> <laughs> i thought i had a
1: well i'm really interested in where you were going with some of the story
2: there we go there's St. There's Nick listening outside the fucking door. <laughs> yeah. Being a creep. I not know if you're worth his bag of gold. Or later, just basic gifts. <laughs> yeah, not even gold after a while. That, that daughter gets cheaper and cheaper as time goes on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess we've kind of caught up to where I had going, right? We've got the, the history of what Christmas is. Yeah,
1: we've got this Santa Claus figure popping yeah. up.
2: Who looks a lot like Odin and St. Nick. And we've got the of idea creep. of,
1: you know, every, this, this season is, is all about the, your kids. And now we've got Santa that is that is going around giving gifts to, 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 to uh, good boys and girls. That leads to that leads to some shit, man. Oh, and Santa,
2: dude, he used to be like this ugly little elf fucker, man. Yeah, <laughs> I had to use a, a a chair to to get to. Well, him. that was that was during the time of Krampus, because sitting on Santa's lap isn't scary enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Krampus, um, is like he's like the the counterpart, right? Because everything everything with like Christian, especially during like the this time frame. Everything dealing with it has is like this uh you have to have the duality, right? You can't just have God going around doing good things, you gotta have the devil going out doing bad things. Yeah, there's some stories about Santa Claus
1: (laughs) Santa Claus having uh not only his black
2: Peter um just hey Google Black Peters Yeah, you know you want to know exactly what that is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so instead of of him running around with Black Peter, he was running around with something that could be described as this Krampus here
2: that we're looking at. Um, And a couple of the drawings are very similar. Yeah. um, So basically, he would kidnap bad children and, like, you know, beat them with reeds. Or Well, Black Peter would take you
1: away and... Take you to Spain and teach you how to be a boy, good boy or girl and then bring you back next year. Yeah, uh, that's boy howdy.
2: Yeah, yeah, glad Santa doesn't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that's what happened to uh, Kaylee. Maybe, you know, maybe it was Krampus. She could have got Krampus and Casey's over there just innocent shit. You know, when we were doing, uh, when I was thinking of putting together, the intro for the Casey Anthony episode, I almost took, uh, you've seen Labyrinth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost took that little, Goblin King, Goblin King, take this baby away. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did it. I almost did it, but I was like, man, this might be a little bit too insensitive. And looking back on, now, man. Looking back now, I regret it. Now I haven't absolutely I haven't you know how good of a clip that would have made? <laughs> that could have been some viral shit, bro. That's all right. Well I mean if you're listening to this, then you've already listened to the Casey Anthony. And I haven't uploaded Casey Anthony to like the the um the the the, the, the platforms yet, right? So I can still I'm gonna have to go in there and fuck with it anyway because I pushed record too early. Or not early enough on because on, on uh, Streamlabs, and so I am gonna have to fuck with the intro anyway. I still might <laughs> yeah, yeah. add that in there. Yeah. Goblin King, Goblin King, take this baby away. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and yeah. and Krampus kind of like it, it's still like a, it's still observed over there in in some areas, but not like it was, and it never made it to the states. Like it never made it to the States. Somehow they when they changed these immigrants' names in Ellis Island, they also discarded Krampus. Um I would have found Krampus much cooler as a kid than Santa. <laughs> like I was I was fairly certain that Santa didn't exist because his handwriting looked just like my stepmom's handwriting. <laughs> you know. Well, we had
1: some soft-hearted assholes wanting to fucking, you know, make Christmas into something about caring and giving. <laughs> I mean, well, but Which is just, odd because by 1860, the only place you couldn't find fucking Christmas was in church.
2: <laughs> <laughs> kind of like caring and giving. Well, I, you know what? I take that back. That's, that's, uh, that's unfair. I've actually been in need of, like, food pantry assistance, and those are always at churches. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I'm, I'm being unfair there, <laughs> but um, churches—they are what do these? Like your average, you know, mon pa, kettle—they they ain't giving away shit. <laughs> but am just reading over my little notes right there, making sure I didn't miss
1: anything. Yeah. Alright. You know, did you actually know that uh Ternopus was from Turkey?
2: Mm-hmm. And the Muslims actually I, celebrate. I, like I did. I, I thought that was uh was pretty interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Well because of because of where Christmas went, it became about like commercialism, right? Like eventually they, they realized they could make money on this shit. And uh, they started trying to come up with, like, you know, ways to draw more people in to buy more shit.
1: Yeah, like hire somebody to play Santa Claus and drop down a chimney outside of your store.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And this leads to, like, major retailers in, I mean, way, way back. Let me see when it... (sighs) Yeah,
1: so... The day after 41 is when uh, the dude hired somebody to play fucking Santa Claus and jump down.
2: 1952 was the beginning of uh, the Black Friday sales, right? The day after Thanksgiving has been regarded as the beginning of the United States Christmas shopping season since 52. Um, The practice is linked with the idea of Santa Claus parades. Um, Usually on Thanksgiving Day, these parades have like a you know, with Santa at the end with the idea that Santa Claus has arrived, which is kind of a, you know, it, it's like the next major holiday. Do you know Thanksgiving. that the
1: first major, major uh, mention of Black Friday was actually in 1869? Wow, I did not know that. It I'm actually, actually sure. referencing the date when um, a couple of investors tried to corner the gold market and created a financial panic. <laughs> They called it Black Friday because the market's tanked.
2: <laughs> Whereas here it's because, like, when your business, when you're in, in an old school ledger book, your business ain't doing good. You write in the red, like your numbers are in the red. But when you come back out of the negative, everything's going into the wins column. You write it in black. And that on the day after Thanksgiving, people noticed that they were writing in the black on That's this Friday. Crazy yeah that's that's what i was always told though so, yeah that is a story that started it, <laughs> yeah uh, so, i know it's a myth <laughs> because of the, the whole
1: black friday thing you couldn't just call it black friday that, that has negative connotations you know well now it does well <laughs> even then man you're talking about the beginning of the civil rights you know era you couldn't have black friday being your big sale and, and, and the, the thing is it, it that got started because People weren't coming in the fucking work. You give them Thursday off of Thanksgiving. They wouldn't show up for fucking work. <laughs> so the cops and the fucking retailers, started calling Black Friday, because they get a rush of fucking people. This was a natural evolution. It wasn't something, like the case, <laughs> but it was something that was capitalized on. Yeah. Black Friday was originally known from the cops because of the traffic and all the, the fucking commotion and shit there and the retailers because yeah fuck we're getting bombed here <laughs>
2: yeah um in the late 19th and 20th centuries most of these parades that we're talking about were sponsored by department stores right yeah um these include the continuing uh, Toronto Santa Claus Parade and Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade uh that one's been going on since 24 which is sponsored by Macy's <laughs> um In fact, I've often, most of the time when I hear about that, they don't even call it the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It's shortened to the Macy's Day Parade. I would actually like to see Black Friday be changed to Macy's Day.
1: (laughs) Or Walmart Day. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh. But, yeah, retailers tried to capitalize on it. but are and uh, um, <laughs> They created the myth that Black Friday was when the stores mm-hmm. would finally start turning a profit, and guess what that did? That made people want to support the idea even
2: more. Um, Thanksgiving's relationship to Christmas shopping led to a lot of controversy in the 30s. Uh, retail stores would have liked to have a longer shopping season, but no store wanted to break the tradition and be the one to start advertising before Thanksgiving. Um, which is why starting Thanksgiving day, you are barraged with fucking Christmas, you know? And,
1: and the first actual, uh, well, what, what I mentioned of Black Friday and this particular thing was in, you know, a, a factory management and maintenance book <laughs> so that you could try to, uh, manage, so that management could try to figure out how to retain, wor- uh, workers keep people at work the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs>
2: yes. You know, I don't see why you got to have fucking Thanksgiving off. Kids, even kids in school, you know, fucking eat when you get home, right? <laughs> um, So I let the schools home so the parents can cook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the parents have a fucking good time. <laughs> We've been suffering since Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, but because we've had
1: Santa Claus holding up advertisement boards telling us to... I've had to throw to away... I've had to
2: throw away 15 hand turkeys. <laughs> My kid thinks pilgrims are cool. <laughs> um, so, in 1939, President Roosevelt, uh, Franklin D., old Frankie Rose, uh, the, issued a presidential proclamation of uh, proclaiming Thanksgiving to be the fourth Thursday in November rather than the last Thursday, meaning in some years one week earlier, in order to lengthen the Christmas shopping season. <laughs> that's that's why. Got to do what Santa told us, man. You, you, we got to stock up on supplies, you know, whatever is on sale this, okay. this week. Some people started referring to the new date as Thanksgiving. <laughs> Which... Uh, make Thanksgiving great again. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, I, you know, he gave us a lot to be thankful for before Reagan took it away. Um, <laughs> let's see. And uh, now it's kind of by this point, it's kind of lost a lot of its meaning because Amazon in 2015 started called started Black Friday in July, <laughs> and like I said, I showed earlier first the whole this whole thing. It wasn't just a Friday. It was for like a week or so after Thanksgiving.
1: Well, thank God for Amazon, man. You
2: don't have to go shoot somebody to get a deal on some so, stupid electronic. So what they do is they decide that we don't want people waiting to the last minute. And we, if, if we put it in a sense of urgency, then we'll get such heavy foot traffic. We'll have so many people in the stores not only buying these discounted items, but buying other items as well. You know, and what they do is they say it's one day only. And then you start to see it, it goes on okay for a while. It's not a huge deal. I remember, like, early in my childhood, it wasn't a very big deal. You know what I mean? Like, everybody went shopping. There were deals, but it wasn't crazy. Right? And then around the time of Tickle Me Elmo, you start to get crazy. Well, there was a few fans
1: before then that, you
2: know, you would know, go out Come into fashion, and then all of a sudden... Well, yeah, cool in, my own, in my own experience, you know, when I was in my early childhood, I don't remember it becoming much of a thing until Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah, that was a big one. I was traumatized by Tickle Me Elmo. And not in the, the South Park, Stop yeah, Touching Elmo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Can Elmo watch you go potty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get you know, this, you know, Santa telling you to buy things and, you know, you got shops breaking your balls about coming here because we've got the best Santa and, you know, we've got the bigger deals. And, you know, that's what Jesus would want. Yeah. So, you know, go shopping, folks. And, you know, now
2: we've you know, created this big demand. We're, we're just going to sit back and not make enough. Well, see, early early on in, in the days of advertising, um, it was actually, like, illegal for to, to advertise to children. Right, you couldn't have like advertisements uh, during like cartoons and shit like that for cartoon character toys and what have you. Um, Reagan changed that, right? That's why you see like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and shit start selling Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys. That was never a thing before because it was actually illegal. But now they've started. They, they, this is now legal. So what they can do is they can take this popular little kids character toy thing, and you know. Advertise it to children while children are watching TV who then begin to harass these shit out of their parents But you know, unfortunately, I think I think with the tickle me Elmo specifically They didn't release it until fucking Black Friday and there was only enough in the stores to last for Black Friday initially Right, so it wasn't just that you could get this particular toy on this deal on this day You could only get it <laughs> after this day and they didn't send enough and purposefully right so and I, I don't know that Elmo was the first case of this but this is the first one I remember and I've actually since looked back at why this became a thing and it, it had a lot to do with not just tickle me Elmo but advertising to children before Black Friday right like all year they've been advertising this toy to the kids that ain't even available. It's all about the children. Now it's all about the children's parents money. (laughs) So you, uh, I remember being, I can't remember how old I was, but it was the year of tickle me Elmo and we were in fucking Walmart and we were just there for like Walmart shit. We were not even Christmas shopping. And, uh, (laughs) I, I saw like these two women in the toy aisle like, I, you could hear them yelling, and as we approached, you could see in this toilet, I was packed. I mean, there was just nothing but people, except for like one little side over, because people were trying to avoid these fighting women who had like the last fucking Elmo doll. One woman started beating the other woman with the box that the Elmo doll is in, and my grandmother whisked me away. I've never seen such silly shit, right? It, it traumatized me. I don't want to... And then that was the year that you started hearing about people getting trampled to death. Yeah. <laughs> Over a TV. <laughs> um, that if you just wait a week, you get it. Yeah. Because only in America would we trample each other for sales the day after we give thanks for what we have. <laughs> this is fucking insane. Right? Black Friday is a, is a blight. <laughs> um... I I, I really celebrate the the companies putting out the whole Cyber Monday thing. Well, the only reason we have Black Friday is because we have to give out get the
1: gifts that we were mandated to give because it is the reason for the second season that we give gifts to celebrate the wise men giving gifts to Jesus.
2: You know, gift giving for the children used to be like a hand carved toy or uh, some socks. The occasional like popcorn and candy. That was it. <laughs> there was none of this shit because it hadn't been commercialized so so fucking heavily. Um, yeah, you know, people just going nuts over it so much so that a uh, a leader of ISIS was uh, stampeded, according to the internet news. <laughs> um, article in the Mid-East Beast. It's on the internet, it's gotta be true. That, right? uh, ISIS leader Abu Ibrahim al-Hishmi al Qarashi's determination to score a cheap, big, flat-screen TV proved fatal this holiday weekend as the Caliph was trampled to death at a Walmart Black Friday sale outside Tallahassee, Florida. al qarashi who traveled to the United States specifically for the sale, arrived at Walmart to find a long line had already formed outside the store while just a limited number of highly discounted flat-screen televisions were for sale. He tried to force his way to the front of the crowd, but was soon crushed by a mob of determined American shoppers. All he wanted was an LG 55-inch 4K Mark TV so he could watch YouTube videos of his friends' executions in high-def. The primitive barbarian shoppers trampled over there. (sighs) And well, this is a joke about this guy. Like, this didn't happen. I was waiting for you to push the sad violin. Uh, it? no, I um, uh, so when I had to restart everything, I didn't restart my soundboard app. So, Dang. yeah, I know, okay, I know, I'll, but I'll do this one. Bruh, <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I forgot to do something. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this actually happens every fucking year, every year. Um, like not always resulting in death but there's been over like, a, like there's been a shit ton of injuries there have been more not because than... the
1: damn christians wanted to celebrate christ day on fucking you know, the <laughs> and we had it figured out all we had to do was bring a log in set it a fire and have a fucking feast yeah yeah they, a little they, bit they... of drunken merriment was okay but yeah you know, i mean we had it locked in stock and it was fine for thousands of fucking years now all of a sudden you know a couple hundred years of fucking you know Christ
2: and you know, here we are with fucking Black Friday. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's the it reason for the season.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh. Yeah, despite frequent attempts to control crowds of shoppers, minor injuries are common among the crowd. Um, most injuries remain minor, serious injuries, and even deliberate violence have taken place. Uh, in 2008, a crowd of approximately 2,000 shoppers in Valley Stream, New York, waited outside for the 5 a.m. opening of local Walmart. As opening time approached, the crowd grew anxious, and when the doors were opened, the crowd pushed forward, breaking the door down. And 34-year-old employee, to, um, well, I have no idea, was trampled to death. <laughs> I'm not even trying to pronounce that name. Um, the shoppers did not appear concerned with the victim's fate, expressing refusal to halt their stampede when other employees attempted to intervene and help the injured employee. Complained they had been waiting in the cold and were not willing to wait any longer. Shoppers had begun assembling as early as nine o'clock the night before. Even when police arrived and attempted to render aid to the injured man, shoppers continued to pour in, shoving and pushing the officers as they made their way into the store. Several other people incurred minor injuries, including a pregnant woman who had to be taken to the hospital. The incident may be the first case of a death occurring during Black Friday sales. We are not aware of any other circumstances, according to the National uh, Retail Federation, where a retail employee has died working on the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, On the same day, (laughs) the exact same day, Uh, Palm Desert, California, Toys R Us. (laughs) Two women are fighting over a toy. Their husbands (laughs) get mad at each other. I I don't really understand why the husbands were mad at each other. (laughs) I can understand each husband being mad with one or both of the wives, but I cannot understand why they would be mad at each other. You would think they'd be like, hey, let's stop this stupid shit. <laughs> you know. No. Florida. No. Well, this is in uh California. That's California. California. Huh. These two men sneak a damn Florida man joke in here. Nope. No. 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 Mm. Uh these two men that it does sound a very Florida man thing, right? In fact when I think I was talking to you about it yesterday, I think I might have said Florida. Thinking because it's just it's such a Florida man shit. It damn sure is. <laughs> um so They shoot each other to death. They they literally shot one another and killed one another over (laughs) there. Um, yeah. So, and like I said, it just gets worse and worse, right? It's it's ridiculous. It's nonsensical. Um, and yeah. So that's that's Black Friday. Right in between, thanks for everything we have, and thanks for everything we have, <laughs> there's, we don't have enough, and we got to have it all, regardless of what it is. And it's not even shit we need. It's toys, it's televisions, it's dumb shit. Yeah. So Never see a Black Friday sales at your local food line. Mike, how long has the Super Walmarts been around in our um, mm, twenty years, with the exception of COVID. When have you ever seen one closed? No, you don't. So this year, I on Thanksgiving Day wanted to go to Walmart. Well, a
1: couple hours before, so they could stock up for Friday. They they would usually you know limit customers, but you know I guess they you know they would probably shut down for a little bit to make
2: sure they get everything out,
1: and make the- people wait.
2: That's what I thought because I needed to go to Walmart and I was like, I want me Google, Google map my way to Walmart and every Walmart in the area was closed. And my immediate thought was, well, that's nice. Let everybody off for Thanksgiving. But everybody's working. (laughs) What I really realized was going on, whether anybody was off work or not. What I really realized was going on is they wanted people lining up outside again. They want this shit. (laughs) Of course, you Record profits, and but the violence means nothing to them. No, <laughs> they're communists. <laughs> he's the reason for the season. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what are you doing, Step Santa? But I mean, all of this is so that Santa can bring his little presents to live under your tree. You know. Trying to make me believe in Santa again. Boy. <laughs> Santa Senpai? <laughs> um Yeah, and and so it, it it it's given this whole commercialism to it and I mean we you can thank like Coca-Cola for that too. Like Coca-Cola had a big hand in creating the co- like commercializing Christmas. Um they started we real fucking early with their uh good Lord. I don't even remember what that was. Oh, it's milk and cookies. And it's got knives in it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, here come all the unnecessary Christmas ads. Um, And like, there were some cool traditions I think are better than Black Friday. Like this one. You read about this one? The Uh, Christmas logs? No, it would be an interesting twist on a Yule log. Oh, God. So, basically, the parents pull these out um right after you know and in, in somewhere in europe um they pull these out and the kids after dinner they they just beat it with a stick like they beat the shit out of it right okay. and then they feed it like like nuts and little candies right let's kind of sweep under the blanket with it okay and on um, it's hollow inside so what the, the the parents do is they'll take like little small presents And the night before Christmas, they'll, like, stuff them into the log, right? Well, the kids the night before give it an extra beating and then, like, give it some some cookies and a little glass of milk and set it under the blanket. And when they come there in the morning, they will see, they'll pull back the blanket and they'll see that the log has shit out some presents. You know? Interesting. A Christmas poo.
0: Where is this at? Uh,
2: uh hold on. I'll look at it up real quick. Uh the Christmas poop log is what I know it as. I know there's an actual cuz that
1: you have a danger in teaching kids to mistreat some animals? <laughs> well,
2: certainly mistreats and logs. <laughs> The Christmas pooping log. Spain, Barcelona. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> All
1: right, so your kids beat the crap out of fucking logs, I think and you did there, <laughs> <laughs> and then you celebrate the three wise men coming to your town to
2: to give gifts, which apparently was poop. They just came and shit all over Jesus. Interesting. <laughs> um, well, I, I guess in some traditions
1: it could be better than scantily clad women dancing on the stage for St. Nicholas to arrive, but I don't know. I'd kind of much rather watch scantily clad women.
2: I mean, I'll be beating them log, all, all right. Uh, <laughs> the Gray Mare. Yeah, you told me about that one. I'd like to see that one. Um, does that sound like fun? In, in, in Wales, you know, uh, in the south of the UK, there is a, uh, a tradition where they will take and decorate a, uh, a horse's skull. And the person will, like, attach it to, like, a stick. And, yeah, they can, most of them can actually have, like, a little string so they can move the jaw. Um, but, yeah, they attach this horse to a stick, and they'll go under it with, like, this white sheet. And they'll go door-to-door door dressed like this and knock on the door and have roasting battles. They will just, like, curl insults at whoever opens the door. And this goes on for a while. And then whenever a winner is determined, you know, if the if the mayor wins, it, they, then they come inside and they eat with the family and drink and party and have a good old time. And then this, this goes on for, like, three days. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if the great mayor comes and knocks on your door and starts fucking cussing at you, calling you a piece of shit. And this roast, if they're doing a good job of roasting you, bring them in. <laughs> I, I love this.
1: Yeah, I can see it's got taken off when to bring this kind of shit back.
2: Yeah, man. You know, I mean, look at like the Comedy Central roasts. You know what I mean? And this is just like you go around just hurling insults at each other. I mean, we're Americans. We're pretty damn good at it. I mean, for real. Not, not that we don't cut quite like the Brits do. Like, a good british roast you know, we're not as highbrow <laughs> we'll, we'll catch you where it hurts so they'll, they'll give you a, a roast in one sentence that's like three different roasts yeah. <laughs> we, we just punch a little below the belt yeah 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 um and you know then you get santa over here that's what that's all we get it's fucking santa and like midnight masses at fucking church you know? yeah because they're still to this day trying to take over the season yeah. <laughs> oh, and I think that's actually the last of my Christmas thing on it. Um, you know, the biggest thing I always liked about Christmas, more or less, was always, um. Oh well, never mind. There's one more. Uh, uh, there's another one, and there's another one, and another. Oh, okay, yeah. Food. <laughs> I, I'm a fan of the food. Um.
1: I've never been a huge fan of the food. I mean, I like eating, I like food, and you know, sometimes it was good. You know, more often than not, when you got large families getting together, you know, the food's usually freaking cold by the time you get to it. Yeah, or it's. You There's know, one side of the family over there on that whole side. I was I had
2: some really weird fucking tastes. So, with me, with my family, both sides of my family, Christmas was always done with, um, there will be, in the morning, the children get, like, two-thirds of their presents, right? Uh, Like, the best ones, kind of. And then, like, the rest of the day is basically spent getting Thanksgiving dinner ready. And then, after everybody eats Thanksgiving, I mean, uh, not Thanksgiving dinner, sorry, Christmas dinner. And then, like, the whole, you know, all the men are sitting, and the kids are sitting, like, in the living room or playing outside, and all the women are in the kitchen. That's, that's the way I was raised with it. I, I don't like it, but, you know, I blame my fucking grandparents, whatever. Um, but, yeah, they were all in the kitchen, and then you'd get called in for supper, and you'd have Christmas dinner, and then there was more presents that were handed out. You know what I mean? So, it was all about, like, family and eating, and presents were just something that were on either end. You know what I mean? it wasn't it, was, it wasn't that big a deal with presents mostly because we were poor so presents were generally socks <laughs> the occasional toy yeah we were poor so the
1: presents were never plentiful in one spot or you know that extravagant but i did have the one little small glimmer when i was very young is that you know, i had my family and then the step family so i had that whole extended family thing and so I had, had a lot of stops. <laughs> I was the bastard child of half the family, but I still got a gift everywhere I went.
2: Yeah, yeah, I had. Free, got, I always had three Christmases, and when
1: you got seven stops along the way, you know, it turns out to be one. You know, if you count it as one thing, it was all.
2: Um, yeah, occasionally
1: you get a gym, but yeah, you know, other than that, as a kid, and I had no interest in it. I didn't understand what it was, and by the time I got old enough, it was like, bah humbug, fuck this shit. Christmas actually was, and I wanted no fucking part of it.
2: Yeah, honestly, I I enjoy, you know, the family get together part of Christmas, right? Like I enjoy like even now, I don't I don't get together with my family. I get together with Jessica's family, and that's that's cool with me. I I enjoy just going somewhere where everybody's friendly, everybody's cool. We're all just sitting around, fucking eating food, talking shit, laughing it up, exchanging some gifts. You know, and just having a good time. You one know, side
1: effect that I bouncing around with this extended family is you—you you never really get too attached to any of it. <laughs> so I never really got that whole sense of family thing. No,
2: no, it, it's the act of family. You I was know passed I mean? around like the. Like I, the I, I like I like the I like the socialist aspects. Everybody sitting around eating, having a good time. I didn't like that very much. because <laughs> I
1: was the one passed around like the fruitcake. <laughs> Uh, and hell they, they was, they, one time I was sitting in the door with that fruitcake that gets passed around I like fruitcake apparently nobody in my family's did
2: <laughs> for some reason very unpopular I find it delicious it's sweet it's got fruit and nuts <laughs> I don't know Fucking spread some butter on it well, uh, to me
1: it's much better than fucking pumpkin any fucking thing
2: you're not you're not a fan of
1: the pumpkin pie yeah, it's the it is the worst thing about the whole entire holiday
2: season
1: to me <laughs> look at jira i cannot stand the holiday seasons for that for one thing that that one thing i can't stand the fucking smell of pumpkin <clears throat> and it starts two weeks before thanksgiving and it doesn't fucking end to Dude, it
2: start, actually they started now in, in october
1: yeah like uh, the uh, pumpkin latte is fucking yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah, but it gets real fucking bad. Pumpkin pies, pumpkin every fucking thing. Man, he's a goddamn, fuck a pumpkin, I can't stand
2: <laughs> this shit. <laughs> like your happiest moment of pumpkins is carving them up for Jack Leonard. Yeah, it used to be. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's not so much the pumpkin itself, it's the pumpkin spice. The pumpkin really is kind of flavorless, you know, <laughs> like you can't taste the pumpkin much. It's, yeah, you can. It's when you it's it, it's when you start adding the stuff to it. It's like many other. I just no, I don't like them. Gourds. Yeah, don't like them. You don't eat squash. Mm-mm. Zucchini. No. What about cucumber. Mmm. Much rather pickle. Pickle. Yeah. What about pickled squash? No. You,
1: I, <laughs> I don't even like fried squash, and I like everything fried.
2: Really? Yeah. That's
1: that's upsetting.
2: I love fried everything, including squash. The, I think my least favorite fried food is fried fish, but you know, it I'm is my favorite like eating it if, fish. If, if you
1: slice it really thin, I mean chip thin, and you batter it and fry it. Then it's just a chip. I can tolerate it. It's a weird flavored chip.
2: You've got this slimy thing in the middle. It ain't. Not by the time I get No. <laughs> No, I've been in enough, right? Right. <laughs> that
1: motherfucker crisp. That's the only way I can tolerate it. I, I, I just, I won't do it. I put, a, I put that shit right down there with Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. Yeah, you would.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> because I love, because I like squash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that that, that palate.
2: Not, I, I can't sprouts. do. My palate's on the opposite spectrum. I can't do it. Well, how do you feel about? um cilantro because that's that's a, a divisive one there I can't really say I've had enough of it to say I haven't had right. the need I
1: haven't had the opportunity or the, the need or nothing I just haven't had it
2: right. yeah, some people there's like a gene in some people Uh Aaron was like this that like makes them when they taste cilantro it tastes like soap to them Um, but those people also usually don't like chocolate
1: no, that that's not me. But I mean, I avoid the hell out of chocolate.
2: <laughs> <It> won't stop. <laughs> yeah, I like chocolate. There's there is none in this house because I don't buy chocolate if I can avoid yeah. yeah, it. That's, that's good. sometimes we'll, we'll buy some chocolate, and I will occasionally like grab a Reese's or something. I I'll treat myself occasionally <laughs> I like to get those little Andes and the mints
1: the the little yeah. four pack mint chocolate that deals the little four piece and, and the, the, just to let me know it still exists and I can have it I just you know, know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey that's I fucking try to avoid stores fucking uh during the the Halloween because they always come out of these big grab bags of all the different chocolate
2: man and I eat that whole fucking thing in a night bro <laughs> <laughs> um so what uh another thing that would often be discussed. Especially after 9-11 or so, around one side of my family's Christmas dinner table, was how you just weren't allowed to say Merry Christmas no more. There's a war on Christmas. They're taking Christ out of Christmas. To, my grandfather would get like legitimately upset if he saw something say Merry Xmas. I didn't really think so so much of the time as getting rid of Christ from Christmas. I saw it as it's shorter than Christmas, I look at that. I think Christmas. You know, I <laughs> yeah. I don't say Xmas. No, I I <laughs> unless I'm being like, you know, obdurate. <laughs> um. So I guess we gotta talk about the war on Christmas because it is a thing that gets talked about a lot, uh, especially by the Christian right wing fucking shit that you know the left is trying to destroy Christmas.
1: Well, they're not wrong.
2: Yeah. Find your like, you're very disturbing about that.
1: <laughs> so I'm definitely trying to kick Christ out of Christmas.
2: I have to. I have to because all the things I like about Christmas have nothing to do with Jesus. Not a fucking thing. Well, it, still the crazy about it. the secular bit of Christmas, of modern
1: Christmas, is still you know something I would rather get rid of. Yeah. You know, uh, the the whole bearing of gifts and you know the, you know just just your family getting it you know, no it's, it's bring it back to a community celebration I'd be cool with that you know
2: the, the town prospered a little bit you know and, hey, let's have a celebration here yeah break down the walls of it being in the fa- being in the family setting yeah and make it just about the the community getting I I'm down with that i am cool with that i think we need to go
1: back to the roots of of, new christmas and take it back to solstice
2: (laughs) all the things i really like about christmas has its roots in that you know what i mean it's just that they took it out of the streets and brought it into the hovels. but we can make the
1: celebration all the way from solstice to new year that we have survived another year and
2: we're bringing in the new one imagine just being fucking drunk for two goddamn weeks, nonstop in the cold. Well, I mean, not everywhere is cold on Christmas. You know, you go south of the equator. Yeah, you're celebrating the summer solstice. <laughs>
1: yeah, you you survive the winter, and, you know, birth has arrived. It's,
2: it's time to get busy with it, you know? Yeah, and it's... There's, there's been a lot of, like, push on both sides about it, but... I got to say that nobody was really fighting a war on Christmas until Bill O'Reilly fucking mentioned it on on Fox News, right? He kind of created the whole war on Christmas thing. Um, And that's when everybody started fucking fighting about it. It started becoming a big, like, talking point. Well, what about keeping, what about, what are we going to do with Christmas? You know, are we going to be allowed to celebrate Christmas because little Johnny is a Muslim? And it's like, yeah, everybody, you should be allowed to celebrate Christmas if you want to. Yeah, you know, he should be about to celebrate Ramadan if he wants to. Maybe it just shouldn't be I don't know, like I just remember that as being yeah uh, uh, the
1: beginning of the happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas because yeah. we started to recognize that hey, other people have holidays. And yeah. Which reminds me of that, that Corona commercial of the Chris, Happy Christmas <laughs> on So I, I went around saying that for years, man. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say Merry
2: Christmas either. <laughs> Fuck it. <Yeah. laughs> happy holidays. I like, I've always liked Happy Holidays better.
1: Well, it is more inclusive, of course, because uh, yeah, you know, you, you've got people celebrating
2: you know, Hanukkah. I don't, don't have to keep around. up with what day of the goddamn week it is or what day of the month it is. I could just starting and fucking starting from Halloween and ending at New Year's. I can tell more when the, when the movement
1: started, because I was more on the celebrating the solstice you had the whole nine yards of that. than I was Christmas when I was in my early adult ages. And I, I pushed Christianity away and realized that was just a cover story for reality. And just like, I'm, I'm actually going to stay in reality. I, I don't need that cover blanket.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and when you look, to the actual roots yeah hey that's what we're celebrating and i'm cool with that you know it's solstice it's midwinter it's yule you know whatever one of those you want to call that yeah uh, that's why that's why i think happy holidays covers it all it did i I felt inclusive on this i had no problem with it and i was like why would anybody have a problem with and it's god bless christians (laughs) bless their hearts
2: (laughs) Praise be under his eye,
1: <laughs> and not all of them, of course. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to categorize every single one of them because you know a lot, no, of, no, a lot the of a lot of Christians I know actually are just you know let let me be me and let you know, I let you do you. I, there, I, are, you know, there are I there are a lot, there, of it, lot of those, uh, and the majority. And, of, you know, I don't hold anything against those folk. It's the Christianity it's, it's it's the religious aspect of it that's and the evangelicals forcing everything are the ones that are pushing it. Yeah, the...
2: The, the body of it is, is it, not the individual. And if, uh, speaking of which, um, you know, if you want to hear more about evangelicalism and what it does, I'm about to start a uh, show called uh, Unevent... Uh, I can't even say my own name. so name of my show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, Words are hard. Uh, <laughs> um, it's going to be called The Unevangelist. And uh, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about stories from the Bible. We're gonna talk about evangelical Christianity. We're gonna talk about Christian nationalism. Um, so, well, we being me, praise be to Trump <laughs> under his eye. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it'd be a much more critical, long-form investigation into it. But it's the evangelical Christians who are really, really pushing for. Uh, we should have what we want. And everyone else should just be left behind, should be disregarded. If, in fact, if at all possible, disallowed, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, uh, trying to push that new age Puritan scheme.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's the same old story. Yeah, you know, it's, you, you, you create an other and then you remove them. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, When yeah. they forget that they were the other. So yeah, fuck Bill O'Reilly, fuck evangelicals, fuck the war on Christmas. I hope they lose. Um, <laughs> uh, so New Year's, <sighs> New Year's, Mike. I have really got a piss. You want to? I don't know. Say some words about New Year's. Yeah, it, yeah,
1: that should be the end of the season, holiday season. This, this, yeah. If you, we've taken it back to these roots. Like I said, let's carry it all the way from solstice to the new year counted as the celebration of the birth of the new year you still got the birth aspect the whole new life because you know winter's come going to be coming to an end it's right around the corner so yeah you, you you definitely have the the end of a celebration time to be you know marked on the calendar there um But yeah, people just decide to get drunk about it. I'm not exactly sure where he wants to go with his side of the story on the New Year's. um, Because myself, I was focused more on the uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas part of the uh, holiday season. And didn't even give a thought to New Year's because to me, it's just another calendar day. (laughs) I don't give it any thoughts. Somehow it turned into some big giant worldwide celebration. And I ain't exactly sure how. I'm sure there's some history in there, and I'm sure uh, he's going to be able to get into it. I'm not exactly sure where he's going to go. I don't celebrate New Year's, so I don't know much about the history of it. Sucker punch for you guys all the way from him to you. Set me up like this teach him how to go away like that and just have some boring ass conversation insulting him a little bit. Just remember that this uh, whole segment was brought to you by nothing. The one thing that everybody can afford because it costs absolutely nothing. Always meet your expectations because there's nothing to expect. It is the perfect gift because you never have to give it. They already have it. It's the one thing that everybody has, everybody wants they don't think so so they have to go out on fridays and buy shit so they can give stuff away because everybody's got to have something because they forgot the value of nothing so remember go get you some nothing today
2: and there you go hey, how are you going with this new year story oh um, it's a thing um it is <laughs> for some reason find calling to get drunk so that that seems to be seems to be it um, I uh, Of course, you know, New Year's, like, it goes all the way back to, you know, like, ever, forever. It goes into the, the cycle of rebirth and death and rebirth and all that shit. Um, it's practiced everywhere. You got China, the Islamic New Year. You got Jewish New Year. You got uh, the Church of Satan has a new year. Uh, their year started in uh, Walt Ferguson, not, uh nineteen sixty six eight and that's so that's day zero year zero so yeah i mean it's it's kind of depending on what calendar you use depends on when new year's is celebrated
1: yeah i i've never celebrated new year's i have no idea of the history of it and i've never even given it a thought because i wasn't able to celebrate it with folks when i was a kid because i was a kid and (laughs) by the time i was adult enough to start celebrating a day like that i was like why in the hell i want to celebrate the passing of a day (laughs) so i turned the page in the calendar what's to celebrate yeah um we've already celebrated the whole fucking death harvest and rebirth and all that stuff so what was new year's for i couldn't get it so i didn't celebrate
2: it well it was an end of the year before and um I uh, get celebrated generally dancing, eating, drinking, fireworks. Um, some Christians have like a service, watch the new year come in, you know, pray about it. Um, I think it was basically a big nothing burger until, you know, there were lights. <laughs> like, once there were electric lights, I think then uh, it, it became a big thing. But you remember remember that? Remember, remember old Y2K? <laughs> this is why I wanted to talk about New Year's. I brought that up in our one of our
1: previous episodes, the Satanic Panic. <laughs> yeah. It was a hell of a distraction.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. So there was this concept that uh, when people were writing code for computers and all that, that when they set the calendar date, they made it just two digits. And for some reason, you know, the calendar switching over to zero, zero, would have been causing problems for the computer. Although I've never understood why that mattered. Why would it matter to the computer? Because it would have turned it into 1900.
1: <laughs>
2: well, I mean, it's like if they're only using the two date format, it's irrelevant. But they weren't using the two date format. They just only changed those two numbers. Yeah, it only changed, it was only programmed to change the. Well, what does that have to do with the price of fucking eggs? um the fact that the computer would
1: think that an entry was made before another entry was made so it would fuck up all the math and like banking statements and shit
2: well it didn't (laughs) I i mean they went into a panic in fact this there's a little thing upon if you're watching it remember from best buy to turn your computer up before midnight on new year's eve 1999
1: or and, have it updated and make it well, Y2K, y2k compliant
2: yeah um in fact i remember my grandmother uh like had left work and started to come home or whatnot and then had to turn around and go back because she forgot to turn off all the computers in the office because she was the last one to leave so she had to go back and turn off all the computers in the office because like new year's Eve was over the weekend or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah um and it, it was nothing People panicked like a motherfucker.
1: Well, if if they hadn't have come up with the patch, and which I don't know why it was a panic of them coming up with a patch in time, it was simply change a line of code.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, they were. If that hadn't have happened, it could have had the computers decided to put all the math in the wrong order. Yeah, that would have fucked up everything financial. <laughs> and so yeah, that was cause for panic. I
2: guess it didn't seem a big deal to me because I I didn't have anything. you know so and even now i'd be like i ain't got nothing
1: (laughs) Maybe we'll go back to celebrating harvest from the fields and the cattle and shit so didn't
2: have all that money so if you're here today and you're born before the year 2000 congratulations you survived y2k hell yeah i remember the the (laughs) t-shirts And uh, I think that kind of closes us out. Yeah, that closes us out for this. You know. Um, oh yeah, that's right. We don't have a camera. There we go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, folks, that's the holidays. Um, yeah. So don't don't
1: don't sweat people saying happy holidays. And remember, even if you believe it, Christ. Ain't the reason for the season. That season's been around a long time longer than he has.
2: Yeah, so keep it about, if that's what you want to make it about, then keep it for yourself. You know what I mean? If you want the season to be about Christ, then make it about Christ for you. You don't have any right to tell me what I can make it about and what I can't make it about. (laughs) So, I can call it whatever the fuck I want. And I, I actually like Happy Holidays. It works fine. I don't get offended, though, when people say Merry Christmas. Now, if they're like, you know, I'll be praying for you, that offends me. (laughs) But Merry Christmas, no. (laughs) That doesn't bother me. (laughs) No, I'm I'm,
1: uh, I'm fine with calling it the Christmas season. It's Christmas. We recognize that
2: holiday name. In fact, if if I'm going to go get presents, if I'm doing my presents shopping for my kids, I don't call it holiday shopping. I'm going Christmas shopping. <laughs>
1: you know, <laughs> well, I do. I do call it holiday shopping, Um mainly because that's the term that's used when you you're, you're seeing all the advertising now. Is they
2: yeah, but like I the agree. terminology's yeah. changed. Yeah, but I don't watch advertising now. I did then when they were calling it
1: Christmas shopping. Yeah, and I, I still caught the other end of it. And like I said, when when that whole happy holidays and holiday shopping, the whole change to calling it the holidays. Instead of Christmas, uh, I was yeah, I was on board with it because, you know, I'm, I'm slightly more pagan than that.
2: <laughs> so,
1: yeah, it, it, it fit me and I was like, cool, I can get on board with that and yeah, I joined it and yeah, yes, I push against it, the, the Christianity part of it saying that Christ is the reason for the season and it's all about, you know, the birth of Christ and they can't tell me exactly when he was born. Um, so you, you you picked it out of random no you picked it because people were already celebrating the sun at that particular point in time yeah so, so you use trickery <laughs> <laughs> you could have picked any other day of the damn year no you, you picked that one and it was the romans at the time it wasn't the folks land today i ain't trying to blame y'all
2: but, yeah. so um what's our next episode going to be mike interesting question I mean, we got to start doing our research for, I guess Aaron's son voted, but it looks like it's going to be Area 51. Oh, yeah, by the way, shout out. I didn't do a Patreon shout out, so this counts. Aaron Vincent.
1: Welcome to the club.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, He is he has joined Patri- or Patreon, and uh, but he doesn't involve himself in the voting process. I finally see why my grandfather was so mad about that.
1: <laughs> Gotta make your vote count.
2: Because now, now we're talking about Area Fifty One week after next. Next week. I don't
1: know, man. That's an interesting question. Yeah. Should have asked me that earlier so I had time to think about it. Yeah, like all day and night. I don't know. You've had all month. <laughs> no, I haven't. I've been thinking about the things we've already talked about. <laughs> it works. Yeah. Sound it out. It fits. <laughs> We've already talked about it, and That's the things I was talking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. Just, just to walk the listeners down that timeline. Yes.
2: now one well, thing. I was keep. I wasn't trying to break break the fourth wall. As far as they know, we recorded this episode now, <laughs> which we did, and just now. <laughs> But you were asking me about then. Yeah, well, I, that was then. But we missed that. No, it's just now. It's just now. <laughs> and we can't uh, go back again. Oh uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> because if you go that, that's a problem with time travel. If you move backwards in time, that's nonsense. Because because you're not you're no, you're not moving back to then. You were only ever in now. <laughs> you know, once you go back, it's not the, it's not back anymore. It's the new now. <laughs> <And that's>, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrap your heads around that one. <laughs> I mean, we could uh, we could do simulation theory, <laughs> time travel, hadron colliders, the Mandela effect. God, ah. that all has to be one episode, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> or it has to be a a, a a minisode series. Oh
1: man, there ain't no way we're gonna fit all that in one episode.
2: No fucking way. So we could do we could do hadron collider. Well, hold on. How would we, I guess? I guess we could do hadron collider as the second part. And the Mandela effect, and we could do time travel and uh basic multiverse, including simulation theory. you know, we could do that as the first part. We had this, we then you know, then we broke it, and now we have these. <laughs>
1: Interesting. I like the time. I like the timeline. We could probably do something like that.
2: There we go. Alright. Cool. Well then, so what we'll do is we'll do that first part episode about time travel and uh, the multiverse and what have you. And then we'll do our voter topic. Which would be uh, Area 51 Roswell. And then we'll do Hadron and Mandela.
1: Sounds like a plan, folks. Fuck yeah. Well, that's what you got coming in store for you, because, you know, we ain't seen no comments telling us any better ideas.
2: Yeah, I, I ain't seen not there one. Somebody's been sitting here watching us, silently, mm-hmm. in the bushes, like a certain saint, waiting for one of us to sell our daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so you can find us every fucking where, except for Stitcher. Um, so there's that. Uh, be sure to follow our channels on wherever you're listening to it. Um, also, you can hit us up on Twitter at uh, Stoners Point Pod. And, um, let's see, you can hit us up at our Gmail account at uh, stonerspointpod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, stonerspointpod at gmail.com. So I think the Twitter is just ston- at stoners underscore point. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, that might well, be just it. Just stonerspoint will get you there. Yeah, um...
1: You'll see the logo. Of course, you're probably seeing this on YouTube, so you know where to find us there. Don't forget, you know, you can catch us live every once in a while, supposedly if things work out right, over on uh, Twitter, the Twitch. Twitch um, <laughs> and you can get those confused? That's a mouthful. Um, but uh, yeah, catch us live. See how it goes in the background. Watch us fuck up and we have to do something completely different. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh... well, as the case goes now. Listen to us do something completely
2: different. Yeah, it's kind of how it is right this <laughs> yeah, Our camera shut down mid-episode, well, in the first third of the episode, and we couldn't figure out why, and well, we just decided to go without it. Show sure must go on. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to start over again. <laughs> I'd already got through fucking Thanksgiving. I've already done that before. <laughs> I've done <laughs> enough of that. Um, but yeah, folks. Satan! <laughs> um, Mike, you got anything else?
1: let's mm, go back to some tradi- actual traditional thoughts on this whole damn holiday thoughts yeah. nobody gonna listen to that
2: <laughs> too busy buying shit too busy buying shit and while you're out there buying shit the perfect uh, Christmas gift that you can get a family member is a Patreon membership for Stoners Point Pod and you can just find that at patreon.com Point Pod. Um second best gift nothing yes nothing you never have to worry about it running out there's always plenty of nothing plenty of nothing to go around um, you can get it on days other than black friday if you take nothing and, and take nothing away from it you have nothing left it's on sale every day for absolutely nothing absolutely nothing um, yeah so just, it fits everywhere. Yeah if if you're trying to if you need to destroy your dreams and it's lightweight <laughs> destroy destroy your your individual thought just think about nothing. Cuz it's there already. It's actually got the world's fastest shipping. All you have to do is think about it. There. Fuck with that Jeff Bezos. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, also, I'd like to announce that nothing is now being sold on Amazon as well. So, hey, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> uh, Alright, guys. Well, I guess that's about it. So, uh, until next time, fuck around and uh, find out.